Welcome to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has redefined expectations in safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring Rion technology, conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the formula helmet has changed the game. Yeah, Tim Geiser, MXGP of Argentina. Third GP win in a row. Not a 1-1 still, but things are going very well at the moment. Everything's clicking. You look super comfortable. It doesn't really look like you're on the edge. I don't really know what to say because this is pretty much perfect at the moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super happy with the beginning of the season, uh, really happy with three, three wins in a row. Um, riding was good today, uh, also a whole shot in the second race was really, I was really happy about that, you know, we were working on the starts, we were kind of like struggling in the last couple of years, you know, with the starts and everything, so it was a good booster, let's say, for everybody, you know, like big motivation for the team, for everyone that we are going in the right direction, so, uh, yeah, but like I said, I was feeling really comfortable all all weekend. Uh, Saturday we had a little bad luck, bad bad luck uh, with with some uh, problems on the bike. But anyway, uh, we managed to to salvage the seventh place for uh, for gate pick today. So uh, I had a solid gate pick uh, where I could start good. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty good. I was enjoying. Also, the fans here were uh, were amazing. Uh, there were so many. So uh, yeah, really happy. In the, in the motos at the moment, are you feeling quite relaxed? Like, do you feel like you need to rush much with passes and move, making progress? Or do you feel like you can kind of sit back and let it come to you? Like, how, I guess this is talking on a confidence point of view. I would say independent, you know, who is in front, you know. Uh, but we all know the races are long, you know, 35 minutes. Uh, with experience that I have, I know that I don't need to... I mean, you don't win the race in first lap. So... It's nice if you could, you manage to do some nice passes, but still, if you don't, I mean, the race is long. So uh, I kind of like leave it that the race came to me. Um, so yeah, I mean, so far it's been good. Uh, also, I don't try so aggressive. I try to be really smooth. Uh, that's what I was working a lot, you know, comparing past years, uh, using glass clutch, <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, everything is, is clicking. It's going in the right direction. So uh, yeah, super, super stoked. Did you um did you make any bike changes between motos one and two? Because you did look a little more comfortable in the second moto. So were you searching for something? And what did you change? <laughs> yeah, we did a little change. It was not a big change, uh, but uh, we changed some clicks on the on the fork just to get more comfortable. You know, going into the corners because today the track was really sketchy, uh, high speed track like we know. But it could bite you like easily, you know, like because from suddenly you could get like sideways, stuff like that. Uh, so we did little changes that helps on the end and I was feeling way more comfortable. Do you actually think there's more you can get out of the bike and yourself at the moment? Or do you feel like you're at your absolute peak? Like if you say you in these two weeks, if you worked hard on a bike, tested, 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 do you think you can unlock another level? Or do you think right now you're the best Tim Geyser? Do you think you're better than ever right now? Let's go that way. Oof. It's it's difficult to judge. I it's feel... difficult because the six rounds you won in a row in 2019 was a very good Tim Geyser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's it's difficult to judge. I mean, I, 
Of course, I'm feeling really good at the moment, you know, uh, really comfortable. Confidence are high, you know, especially when you are having a good races and everything. So, uh, yeah, I would say close to, I don't know, like, like you said, 2019 was a, was a good year. I, I think I won like seven GPs in a row, something like that. Um, but yeah, also this year is going really good, so. Um, that's the positive. What is one thing you feel like you want to improve at the moment? Either whether it's yourself, your riding, the bike. What's one thing that you are looking to maybe raise the level of? I would say start still. Uh, still? <laughs> yes. I'm, I mean, like, the last, I mean, yeah. the last moto was good. But, like, they are, like, a bit inconsistent, you know? Like, uh, try to be more consistent. Try to have more, uh, more, more good starts, you know, being at front immediately. Uh, because then I would say the race is way more easier, you know, like I got roosted so much uh, first moto when I was behind uh, Maxim. Uh, so yeah, I would say starts, uh, but everywhere I would say, you know, like I'm always the guy that always say that is never that good that can be better. So I'm always searching even when I go back home doing training uh, I'm always searching for for the room where I can get better where I can improve uh, so everywhere <laughs> let's say I've got to ask this um, starts are something you've been working on for a long time now I feel like we've been doing these interviews about starts for years <laughs> so at this point is it just you and technique or your mind or like is there still stuff you can do with a bike like you mentioned you use the clutch a lot so if you get better at using the clutch in the race can you do more for the start like what what is it is it just in your head also a little bit maybe you know like even like uh, before mantua you know in england i didn't have a good start yeah. and i say like before the mantua i didn't do not even one start yeah. because you know, like for the past couple of years, I was always like focusing so much on the starts. Maybe I overthink, yeah. you know, uh, sometimes it's better just to leave it because I know how to start. You know, it's yeah. not the case that you don't know how to start, but it's just like uh, maybe putting too much pressure, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I hope we we I mean, like now, definitely this whole show today gives us uh, a lot of confidence and uh, we're going to try to keep it. <laughs> Yeah, Jorge Prado, MXGP of Argentina. First of all, you weren't shit. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> you got on the podium, your podium streak continued. Okay, you weren't as much in the fight for the win as the other two rounds, but still, solid points on a weekend where you clearly, um, you clearly weren't as comfortable as normal. Yeah, it was a very tough weekend. Obviously, I was completely out of pace, um, but already from Saturday on, so actually I... I just did what I could. I gave my 100%, um, and it wasn't enough. The other guys were way faster, and and I just uh, couldn't hold on. Um, and that's uh, that's like this. This is reality. And and I, when you are not feeling good in this class, it's hard to stay up front. Um, I fight as, as as much as I could. Obviously, in the second moto, that last pass from the Honda guy from Ruben was uh, wasn't planned. And I was a little bit out of. Uh, too too relaxed, and then he came over. I didn't really knew he was so close, and and man, this really touched me because you know it shouldn't. I mean, it's completely my mistake. If I was already feeling and and it was already tough, losing that position in the last lap in the second moto, yeah, really touched me. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, I'm working hard, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I was just not feeling good, and this is. Um, hard to admit you know because we are here to to come for the win and 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 i was completely off so 
what to say. Luckily, we are going back to Europe and um, a little bit slower trucks. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it's okay. So was it was it bike set up or was it just how fast the track was? Like, was it were you struggling with your bike or was it actually just you couldn't really get comfortable riding on the edge like you had to do out there? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it was. This track is super fast, um, and I think that's one of the reasons I I kind of struggle a little bit because um, you need to be a lot of time like completely open and then with all these bumps I kind of got a little bit scared kind of so yeah when you just when you're on third gear fourth gear wide open and you are going through the bumps high speed corners I was struggling uh, and then other corners you didn't really have one line or ruts and when it's this kind of dirt that you just turn and there there's nothing because we are turning on really loose sand which there is no one line actually so then I was uh, I was struggling um, but yeah what to say I need to work more on, on these kind of conditions um, and that's it to be honest it does make sense because even I look at you you are a very very technical rider and this track wasn't really technical at all it was all about basically going balls out closing your eyes and hoping for the best like like you say when we get to slower tracks and you have to think you have to pick a line you have to be a bit spicy with like seeing things that other people don't that's where you shine this track isn't that at all i mean this track is so fast and and the lines are weird like i was taking i think the worst lines <laughs> i mean I, I was not running comfortable i took all the bumps i mean i think i work twice as hard as everyone and i was just running slower so actually it was very bad in that sense so um, yeah, just uh, it was hard for me to pick the good lines and to put the bike down and, and turn on the flat. Um, and like you said, when uh, the track comes a little bit slower and you need to be a little bit more on the pegs and uh, and go a little bit smoother on the gas, uh, there I think I'm a little bit better because um, obviously here I, I struggle a lot. So when you need to be wide open and, and like you said, a little bit like hoping for the best, it's uh, it's tough for me, but um, I mean it's no excuse because you could see I think like guys are riding quite relaxed and fast. So it's a little bit the type of rider, and uh, yeah, I was just struggling a lot. By the time that the second moto started, were you sat on the line and had your confidence gone a little bit? Like, did you by the top on the second moto were you sat on the start and thinking to yourself, okay, this isn't really my thing? Like, did you kind of had the confidence left you? No, because I was like, okay, I will get a whole shot now. <laughs> I got the whole shot. You're the only guy who can think that, by the way. And I was like, okay, I get the whole shot, and then I just push and try to go. But, I mean, the guys were just faster. So just to give, um, if I was running on my 100%, was not enough. So what can I do? I was not good today. I was not fast. And uh, I cannot blame the bike. I cannot blame anything. It's just me. I wasn't good enough. And uh, sometimes riders start blaming things and excusing themselves but the reality it is that the two guys that finished in front of me were way faster they were riding better than me and I just need to get back to work and hopefully uh, because I know I'm at a good level and that's what's, what's kind of frustrating when you come to a track and you just don't feel good because you cannot like ride smooth and, and be on a good pace when you know you have a good pace you know it's just I was just not feeling good and that's kind of frustrating when I was putting so much work and I trained so hard and but uh, this is motocross um, it's a tough sport and uh, I just need to be on my 100% and don't get injured I mean today we saw so many crashes so 
uh, I'm happy to walk away from here with a podium and uh, in one piece. That was a good answer. I like that. Um, last thing, are you surprised that there's never been like any big changes to this track? Because every year we come here, people say, oh, it's so fast, and we kind of see the same things year after year. Uh, we haven't been here in three years. I kind of thought something might have changed, like even one corner or something. Like, I don't know. I'm surprised that there isn't just more little changes. Obviously not massive. I don't want them to bulldoze the place, but maybe they can just tweak things to make for better racing. Actually, I think it's completely the same. Maybe the last sector, the double line, it's yeah. a little bit more like double line. Yeah. Uh, but I think I, I saw, when was it, on Friday, some movies from 2018 or something, 2019. And I think the lap times are the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are pretty much the same. But I need to say today the track was a bit more rough than back then. Or maybe because I was riding on the 250s, I saw it a little bit more uh, soft, like a little bit less bumpy. But I mean, the truck was quite good. They put good water. It was a pity for the 250s because for them it was, was hard. Yeah. But for us, the truck was quite good. We had some bumps. Um, it was good. The truck was good. Hey, uh, Paul's Jonas, MXGP of Argentina. Um, I don't understand. You haven't ridden basically at all this year. You were on the surgeon's table two weeks ago. Well, actually, less than two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't really understand, A, how you get pole position, but you know it's a qualifying race, maybe weird things happen. You should have won the first moto. You easily should have been on the podium today. I don't understand how you can be this good when you've basically had the worst year so far possible. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't know, I surprised myself a bit today. You know, like, I, I knew that I can go fast, but like you said, I haven't been on a bike at all since middle of January. I think uh, I have done in two months less riding than those guys do in one week, so... Uh, yeah, it's been a tough road, but like to win quality race was, was something crazy, you know. And even it wasn't like the lucky one, maybe because I came from fifth place. Or no, something. it wasn't lucky at all. So yeah, I was feeling really good. I was like, "What's going on?" You know. After three, four laps, I thought they started come small arm pump. I thought mm, it's gonna be a tough one, but somehow managed to get in the flow. And uh, yeah, it, that was that was really good, you know. Uh, and after the motor, I said to the mechanics and everyone, I said, "Yeah, maybe that's how we need to do it," you know, just keep the practices and uh, straight to the races you know because yeah that practice is only for we guys <laughs> and then today obviously leading that first moto was that more comfortable for you after yesterday like did yesterday kind of break you into obviously it's been a while since you've led a race did that kind of break you in and then today was a bit more comfortable up front yeah kind of you know like actually uh first i would say like 10 minutes not maybe 10 minutes but first three laps i was maybe pushing a bit too hard uh, in the wrong spot. So after once I got in the flow, I was feeling actually really good and I could, let's say, control the riding and, uh, you know, push in the right spots and back off in uh, again in the right spot. So I was feeling really good, but then, you know, had a small mistake there and uh, crashed, unfortunately. And then, you know, once I hit the ground, like the lactate hit in. I was like, the arms got pumped up and everything. I was like, whoo! That's going to be a long, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, how many were left. But, uh, yeah, till that moment, I was feeling really, really good. And uh, the bike was working good. You know, yesterday morning after the free practice, we made a triple climb change. So uh, that that helped me a lot, you know, to bring... Was that for flex or...? Yeah, it, no, it was just uh, the offset, you know, okay. to make it a bit shorter. Because, like, I, like, you know, I didn't do so much riding, so we didn't have actually testing time at all you know when a team has done a great job just to put the good package together and also now to make a right call together with the uh, suspension guys to do uh, 
the things what I needed and I was straight away in a, when I started the time practice I was really happy and then uh, also in a, in quality race you know you I think you could see that I'm feeling really good on a bike okay today the track got a bit rougher and I could feel that I'm missing really the bike time because like my arms were sore and uh, yeah you see also the blisters quite a bit so uh, it's just like at the moment I'm missing the bike time and then everything will come the speed is there this fitness is there I just need to bring it over to the bike yeah I'm su I was surprised that like in a qualifying race and then again today a little bit I was waiting for you to get tired and start to slow down but I didn't really feel like that happened did you feel tired because like it didn't look like it uh, like I said I didn't feel like maybe tired like physically but just my hands yeah. you know like the 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 wrists and the hands got sore so that was the worst and that is just from lack of bike riding I guess like well obviously it was tendonitis in your forearm or whatever so I guess you could still cycle and do stuff like that like is that something like could you keep up with a lot of your training while you were off the bike actually I could do like a lot and I was in really good physical shape till till the first surgery and then uh, I had yeah they put the cast on so one one week I couldn't do anything and that was tough that was heavy one week I could tell you that you know like uh, we had some fights with the girlfriend because well, I was quite annoying and uh, but yeah that's part of life and uh, now we just need to go back on the bike and uh, hopefully I can do a proper training we'll see how my hand feels tomorrow but I was actually surprised because after yesterday's quality race I was expecting that today the hand will be sore but it felt good so uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> Tuesday I have to go uh, back to doctor. We take all the stitches and then uh, hopefully Wednesday I can be back on the bike. I still don't really understand how you were this good. But the exciting thing is if you were this good today, once you get some bike time under your belt, once you get some testing under your belt, like that must be exciting for you because clearly you've got everything you need to run at the front in this class. Yeah, but like when you see the bike, the bike looks fast, no? Well, that's true. Yeah, and let's not forget how fast you were last year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Except for Turkey. <laughs> Well, especially Turkey before the concrete. Before, yeah, before that, that, that was good. Actually, like in the quality race, I felt the same like in Turkey before the crash, obviously. But uh, yeah, like I'm really happy with everything. We just need to still fine tune some things on the bike, and uh, I think we can, you know, look forward for some great results this year. We just like, yeah, I said already, I think 20 times, just missing the bike time. And uh, yeah, the team is working really hard. You know, uh, everyone's been behind me all the all the time. You know, since from struggles and everything, because it was tough. You know, because like I felt I could ride. I rode one time, and then again the tendonitis came, and uh, they didn't push me to rush things and stuff. So uh, uh, yeah, I need to say big thanks to the standing construct team. So yeah. Uh, last thing, a lot of positives. This has been a very positive interview. What is one thing that you really feel like you need to work on with a bike though? Like you say, you've missed testing time. So is there one thing riding this weekend where you're like, okay, that needs work. Like when we get testing, we need to immediately look at that. Uh, actually, not so big things. It's just uh, there'll be some work for Wim to do that he already knows what I, I think want he does everything anyway doesn't he yeah <laughs> so <laughs> he knows what to do so I think next week we're gonna we're gonna fix that and then we will see in Portugal because you know practicing and racing are two different things you know because uh, it's always feels good in the training it doesn't matter you can give whatever bike you want it will be good in uh, <coughs> in training but in race it's completely different so uh Wim will have some work to do and then also from some small things on suspension, but uh, nothing, nothing crazy, just like some small uh, updates.
He doesn't talk shit, he just lets me speak how I want to speak. I hope that was on the start <laughs> of the interview. Um, Mitch Evans, uh, MXGP of Argentina, I'll try not to talk shit and let you talk. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't think the progress was going to come this quick, but from Matley to Mantova to here, these are quite big steps, so, like, yeah, this is, this is encouraging. Yeah, that's right, because you're not a believer, mate. So. I actually hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, also, for me, I'm a little bit surprised, um, especially with how I felt in, in England. I had so much pain, uh, but these last couple of weeks um, has been really good. I had two really good weeks after Mantova, and, uh, yeah, I just feel like the progress that I made then, I was yeah, very confident coming into this weekend. Sure, I don't have the pace to run for the whole moto, but I showed that I still have you know, some sort of pace. And then, uh, it was positive that I was able to hold that pace for longer in the second moto too. So, no, all around good weekend, very positive, very happy. And, uh, yeah, hopefully another two good weeks and look forward to, to Portugal where my other track that I podiumed at. As, um, as you're edging closer towards the front here with your progress and stuff, is are there surprises? Like, is the pace surprising you? Are you like, oh, I didn't, I don't remember it being this aggressive? Like, as you get more in the mix here, are things surprising you? Yeah, for sure. I when I followed Tim in uh, in free practice this morning, and I say, fuck me, I can't run that pace yet. So um, you're not a believer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. That's why I was surprised yeah. because when I'd go testing, sure, I could do one lap, you know, close to his lap time. But um, this was before my injury, you know, not not in the preseason now. But for sure, yeah, when I rode around this morning, I was like, fuck, I still have a long way to go. So, um, yeah, a little bit surprising. But I know I, I can't expect to already be back at the front when I sit on the couch for a year and a half, you know. So I can't get too ahead of myself and just we keep building and we'll, we'll eventually get there. You said at Mantova that this track should be good for you. Uh, obviously it was, but what did it like play to your situation as you fought? Yeah, absolutely. But I also, I, I, again, I have less pain this weekend. So there were a few spots there where there was like hard landings, especially like in the last moto when it started to get a little bit rougher and you land like in the bottom of the braking bumps. And that's, you know, I kind of still have a little PTSD from when I broke my wrist because that's how I broke it. I was landed into the bottom of a braking bump. So it's kind of, you know, I still have in my mind when I'm in the air, like, oh, shit, is this going to hurt? And then once I hit it, I'm like, oh, okay, that wasn't that bad. And then, you know, you do it lap and lap again. But it's still, you know, in your subconscious mind that, like, you know, it's a difficult thing to get over, but we're working on it. And, you know, for sure, it's, it's funny. I... I also still have this in my subconscious mind from when I was uh, when I was 14 or 13 when I first broke my wrist because the first two times I broke my wrist was I come up short on a jump I didn't even crash and it was just from the forks bottoming out you know so um, yeah we'll eventually get over it if you um if you land like that now which obviously you are have you got the strength and everything where it's going to be cushy or is it still a bit of a question mark I mean I guess that's literally the million dollar question but <laughs> Um, well, I guess it's until, you know, you've got to push it until you get to that. I mean, I would say let's go and test it, but it might be. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing. Uh, out there in the second motor, there was one where I, the forks bottomed out really hard because I, yeah, didn't expect it. And I kind of got a little bit of head shake, but I didn't get any pain. Sure, I overshot the rut, but I was like, oh, okay. That was another, like, you know, little confidence thing in the back of my mind. Like, okay, maybe it is good. I can push harder than I expect. As you, um, as you get faster here, I guess you're finding problems with a bike where it's not set up for the true Mitch Evans speed. 
is set up for the 70% Mitch Evans. And as you get closer, you're like, okay, suspension, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, actually, no, it's surprising because uh, after, once we go, like went to Montover, we kind of have the bike um, pretty sorted now. And, uh, you know, in, in when we do pre-season testing in the beginning of the year, I wasn't able to ride much and I wasn't able to ride like with the intensity that I can now. And I for sure, we've had to go a little bit stiffer on the forks because I find myself riding over the front a little bit more because I can put weight into the front again. But since Montover, we've ba- we've made barely any changes, and I'm actually really really happy with the bike. So um, yeah, it, it's funny because you know I, I did a lot of riding in the winter, and I thought you know I'm in a, I'm in a good position, but really I wasn't. And now since Montover, I've had you know I've actually been riding with like decent intensity, and the training's actually been good. So really i've only had two weeks of pre-season if you want to say it like that you know because okay i did a lot of riding in the winter but it was just riding around and kind of getting a base there was no intensity with it at all is that something that's hard to get back in training now that intensity like do you need to ride with tim or someone to like latch onto someone and pull you along like because you've done so long of just riding no, I've I've always kind of been pretty good at being able to ride by myself and and you know find that intensity. I when I all the time I lived in Australia, I lived so far away from everybody, and I kind of like especially in the last year that I raced in Australia, I was always riding by myself. So it's yeah, I don't really find that too much. You know, I kind of have always have that hunger to want to go faster anyway. Um, but for sure, when you're riding with someone like Tin, you're obviously going to push a little bit harder. Uh, but again, that can also be bad because then you could, you know, take a few more risks during training and we're kind of not really at that stage yet. Last thing. Uh, that's enough about you. Last thing. <laughs> uh, rate this track because amazing track, looks amazing, blah, blah, blah. A few riders are saying, well, everyone's saying it's sketchy. Obviously, it's very fast. Amazing to ride, maybe not so amazing to race? Question mark? For me, no. It's unreal. I love this track. This would be my favorite one. But I like it because it is technical. Well, hold on. I've literally just come from another rider, not that rider, another rider who told me it's not technical at all and it sucks. Yeah, but it's actually technical because you have to have really good clutch and, and throttle control. Otherwise, you can do 180s everywhere. Okay, so. this rider also said that you just close your eyes, hold it pinned and hope for the best. What did this guy finish? Did he finish? ahead of you? Yeah, but did it was he? Was an Argentina guy? <laughs> did he finish P one? No. So, uh, he, okay. unless you okay. you P one. I'm just trying to figure this out. It's my job to come here and figure this out. And my view on it, unless you're P one, beat everybody by like 30 seconds, and you barely break a sweat by the end of the motor, you can't say the track's easy because obviously you could have gone faster than if he. I don't think. I don't think the thing is it's easy, but it is just flat out isn't it it's flat out you just close your, you do have to like step out of your comfort zone close your eyes and kind of like get out of, yeah if you rode in your comfort zone here you're fucked no yeah for sure I'm sorry for saying fuck <laughs> <laughs> for sure but that's why I feel like I always struggle doing one fast lap here because I'm not the guy to hang it out so on this one yeah you do need to hang it out and take risks but you still need to be technical and cautious and have good old throttle control so i believe it's technical because sure you can just rowl all the berms around the outside and you know close your eyes if you want to but i i believe it it's there's a different kind of technicality to it if you want to say you know like if you go to somewhere 
like Madalee Basin where it's very ruddy, yeah, it's technical, but this is even, it's just different. You were going to say more technical then, weren't you? No, it's a different type of technical it, because it's here, like in Madalee, you don't have to have so much throttle control because it's grippy as shit. But here, there's no grip, so, you, and, you know, unless you're... It's difficult because here is, like, really soft. You're either soft and bogging down the bike or you're going sideways because it's hard underneath. So, to me, that's not easy. Okay, um, that was the last question, but that was a bloody good answer. And I needed to give you credit for that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was a bloody good answer. Uh, well done. Last thing <laughs> now, because yeah. I had to say that. This is the happiest you've been since Spain 2020 no I'm guessing like you're definitely got a bit of confidence about you definitely seem happy like this must be you must inside you must feel like not just riding just life this must be the best you felt in a year and a half not even in a year and a half in my whole life I well, that's that's nice isn't it <laughs> well look I'm having, sitting here having a conversation with you mate so I gotta you be started this interview by slagging me off so <laughs> no but bipolar or but that's what I mean. When I when I had the injury, I didn't want to accept it at first, and and but now I'm actually grateful for the injury because it's you know given me a different outlook on life, and I, the way I see the world and things now is completely different. I feel like I'm a completely different person to who I was when I. Well, more grateful. More grateful. Just see all the good in things. Try to share love and not you know hate on people. Or, well, yeah, maybe I need to break my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, but but. One of the one of you know one of the things is I never really spoke to many other riders around here, but this year you know I, we've been to three riders and I've uh, three races and I've already started making friends with some of the riders I'd never spoken to before, and it you know it's a funny thing because a lot of people in motocross you don't want to have that like oh you don't want to say oh you're doing well kind of thing and give them confidence, but you know for me love conquers all so in the end you know you feel way better when you walk up to someone and say hey man you're riding really good today you know happy to see that rather than sitting there you know behind him in your head saying oh he's fucking shit i'm better than him you know so. okay one more question because i'm i'm in this now <laughs> you've got me hooked um did you see someone to get this mental outlook like did you did you speak to someone did you find something did you start meditating did you did you do something that's taken you to this place because personally i don't think i could get there because <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit of a negative person you could say <laughs> <laughs> mate anybody can get there um if you if you knew me before you know i was always the one but to answer your question yes all of the above what you okay. said found um yeah it's actually a guy who used to race motocross australian uh, yeah australian guy he uh his name's todd jarrett actually and uh he's been on his deathbed twice told twice that he would never he had like 24 hours to live um and he started working you know subconscious mind meditating and and uh yeah he showed me down this path and very grateful for that because uh, the people that i met on that journey is some of the most amazing people that i've ever met in my life and I, I was always, you know, I'm always kind of, I call myself a little bit of an introvert because I don't like going up to people and starting conversations and, and whatnot. Um, but I started putting myself out there and, and, and I'm so grateful for it because I started meeting some incredible people. You know, I went on a road trip and I met this amazing girl traveling in her van for eight months in, in, with her dog. And 
she's one of the most amazing person I've ever met and uh, you know it's incredible we still talk to this day and what did you just go on a little did you go on a road trip like a month road trip just finding yourself yeah pretty much I went on two weeks but in, in Australia we drive from Cairns to Brisbane all the time just for motocross yeah. it's 20 hours but we'd get in the car go do the race come back I'd never stopped on the way so I said okay I have the time now to actually have some time off and and you know in motocross you always like gotta get there gotta get there everything's like pressure 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 i say okay i want to go and enjoy myself go to nature you know do some breath work and meditation and uh and i just i i even found myself i was walking through the street and i was walking really fast and i stopped myself and i said why am i doing this i have nowhere to be i have nothing to do why am i walking like Usain Bolt through the street you know so it's just being more more conscious and mindful of the things that you do and being grateful for the sun coming up every day and waking up healthy and um, yeah and just sharing sharing your love you know um, because yeah at the end of the day you make more friends doing that and you know you feel better about yourself and and hopefully others feel better about themselves too. Jeb Beaton MXGP of Argentina First of all, very happy that you're stood in front of me because for the second week in a row or second round in a row, you about died. Um, tough day, but considering like just being in one piece is a is a good thing at this point. Yeah, I mean today it was and yesterday took a lot of people. I mean the track is pretty sketchy. Um, we we're just saying before the interview that it's a yeah really good track layout, but the the actual track itself is sketchy. The soil is really weird, and I'm not sure how they ripped it or anything, but like it still had lines like underneath that they'd done from ripping it. So uh, yeah, it was quite sketchy. But obviously I wasn't on like a, a good level this weekend uh, to be able to ride it hard anyway. So um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. For me, the track was really sketchy, but I'm sure a lot of other people would probably say that too because, um, yeah, it was just weird. It's a little bit hard to explain. There's, like, holes in the ground that's not, like, that forms bumps. There's holes that just go in the ground. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that I'm in one piece. Um, so I've got a bit of a sore shoulder from, obviously, Mentiva still where I hit the steel pole and then... Um, yeah, now I had that crash yesterday in the in the qualifying race on the first lap and landed on it again. And I don't know, I felt like I could ride good for like uh, maybe like 10 minutes max and then I'd lose strength in my shoulder to be able to push. So um, yeah, on a track like this doesn't help because it's so uh, high paced and sketchy that I was, yeah, a little bit, uh, I mean, it's different on a 452. You need to be fully fit all the time and... and yeah, to be able to handle it and to be able to give gas, it's uh, something different to be riding a little bit sore or something like that. So uh, that makes it difficult, but all in all, I'm happy that we're going to the next weekend. Are you a guy who can, like, like this track, you've basically got to close your eyes, pin it and hope for the best. Are you a guy who can do that comfortably or not? <laughs> no, not really. That's also why I struggle as well at the same time. It's... Um, I feel like there's certain guys that can do that and I mean in a way it's it's a good thing to be able to do that but in other times it's yeah real sketchy to be able to do that because you don't know yeah you're kind of waiting for it to bite you a little bit but um, yeah for me I struggled heaps this weekend obviously with the track and also my shoulder um, so I mean yeah I'm not really happy it's uh, it feels shit to go riding like that and then yeah not be where you want to be if you know what I mean it's um, yeah quite difficult but um yeah, in the end of the day, I mean, if I feel like in the end of the year or halfway through the year, even if I start getting good results, no one really remembers this race anyway. So um, 
that's my thoughts on it at the moment. I feel like I just need to get back to 100% to be able to uh, to fight for the spots where I feel like I should be. Um, and then, yeah, hopefully, I feel like the next tracks that are coming up are some really good tracks. So um, well, Portugal, obviously, yeah. is a bit of a like, milestone place for you. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's a it's also a nice track, you know. It does, I don't really care that I've uh, podium there before, but the. The track itself is nice, the layout's cool, it's a big wide open track, like lots of lines normally, um, or I'm not sure if that was just when I was there because of the rain. But um, yeah, even the tracks after that are pretty good as well, so um, I'm looking forward to the next couple of races, hopefully we can get the shoulder sorted and uh, be good. What is the deal with the shoulder then? Like, cause there, you had scans, there is no damage, right? Or is there a damage that you're riding through, or what, what is the crack? No, to be honest, I... Um, I went and got scans in the straight after the race and it looked like the plate in my collarbone was bent yeah. and that's what my initial thought was obviously the feeling of it was quite weird as well um, so yeah I went and got it checked out but then uh, yeah, the day after the doctor said it shouldn't be too bad because of um, there's no breaks or fractures or anything like that but for me it just feels really weird at the moment and then like not, not as much strength for sure as what I normally have so um, yeah, we'll see how it goes in the next week or so, I think, and then, uh, yeah, make a plan from there, I guess. If it, if it gets a lot better, then it's fine, but then uh, if, it's, if it's not getting any better, then I need to look for another option to see what we can do. Talk me through that crash yesterday, because I still don't really know what happened. Have you spoken to Brian? Have you figured out who fucked it up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think either of us fucked it up, you know, because it's the first lap thing, yeah. we're both going for it. Um, yeah, um... Yeah, obviously first lap everyone's going everywhere. So I got cut off the turn before, squared the turn up, and obviously I actually didn't even see him on the inside either. Come straight to the ski jump, and he was fair on the inside of the track there, and obviously the track must be slippery also on the inside there. So he was coming out my way a little bit, and we just went off the ski jump together, and then just mid air, or not even mid air. As soon as we like left the jump, we pretty much clipped, and then uh, yeah, fuck, it was all. Uh, all tangled shit there um, but yeah luckily I, I'm pretty bruised up from it but nothing too serious obviously it's shit for him he, he, I think he popped his shoulder out and stuff like that so I mean it's not good for anyone in the end of the day and I, I mean it was the first lap incident so I think it's neither fault on my side I th that's what I think of it uh, last thing because I'm getting wet and so are you but <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> um, how much are you like testing with a team at the moment how much are you messing around with bike setup like have you gotten to a sweet spot that you're kind of sticking to or are you searching constantly to try and find more nah I'm, I've got like a pretty pretty good setup now I feel the, for that suits me uh, quite good I mean we search a lot in the off season to uh, try and get me comfortable on the 450 and now it's um, well I feel like we're in a good way so um in the end of the day, can't really do so much more. I mean, yeah, you can. there's always things to improve, but um, we'll see it step by step. I also need to be riding good as well. So, um, yeah, we'll wait until we do that and then try and make some make some steps. So we better get the fuck out of here because it's pissing down. Okay, uh, Thomas Olsen, MXGP of Argentina. Uh, you hit your head, apparently. It's a real hero doing this interview. Before you hit your head, this is going quite well now. Uh, last year, I'll be honest, I thought that you could have done a bit better. I thought there wasn't really many flashes of speed. There just wasn't that like, wow, moment. Mantova, amazing. Saturday here and then earlier today, I feel like you've really taken that step now and you've kind of, I don't know, made yourself comfortable in MXGP. Second moto sucks, but still, everything's going in a good direction, I think. 
Yeah, like you said, uh, to get it out of the way, second motor sucked. Uh, but uh, I, I was starting to feel a bit better, and honestly, like, uh, yeah, just felt like riding more like my own, getting to know the 450 better, and uh, yeah, I didn't feel like great all winter, but it just started coming along better in the races, and I've been feeling pretty solid. We did awesome work with the suspension this year, which, in my opinion, helped me a lot getting comfortable on the bike. So. Yeah, we've seen these flashes of good results also yesterday, like you said. So, um, yeah, that's just huge for my confidence as well. It's a bit of a bummer going down here in the second moto. But, um, yeah, overall, it gives me, like, a good feeling yeah. to know that I can still have that speed because last year was... Honestly, it's not easy uh, being down there when I'm, I want to be up front, you know, and that's what I'm here for. So it's difficult. Last year was a difficult year to be down there, but there were some flashes. I didn't see what happened in the second moto, so what was it, a crash on lap one? Uh, was it involving anyone else? How did it happen? If you even remember. Yeah, like, <laughs> this interview might be pretty bad, I don't know, but yeah, Siva crushed on me pretty bad, and I just ended, we ended up both going down, so that... Well, I didn't know what happened to him, so now I know where he, what happened to yeah, him as well. Yeah, he crashed. You can ask him what happened as well. <laughs> okay, we'll ignore the crash now. Um, this team, obviously it's not a full factory team, you are used to being a factory rider. I think, though, like last year, obviously, you were, you were the number one guy on Ice One. A lot of the focus was on you. I think being here, smaller team, you're still the number one guy, but I feel like it's more a team built around you where maybe they can be a bit more flexible. They can give you what you want a little bit more. I just feel like, although this isn't factory, this is actually the best place for you to be. Uh, agreed? Yeah, I kind of agree with that, especially where I, where I was after last year. Like you said, there wasn't many flashes or speed. There was mental that I was pretty good. and. Uh, this was just more like a low-key team and I could work with myself. I could um, be a bit more free, let's say, and uh, that really helped me. And yeah, I don't know. I think just found myself a bit more on the 450 and uh, also in practice, I've been able to, to kind of push myself more and push the bike how I wanted it to, where before I was uh, always fighting it a bit, I would say. Uh, last thing, because we will keep this interview short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <it's not> <laughs> uh, itching to get on the podium now, I guess. Like, obviously, you're getting closer. Top five guy now, I feel like. Getting that first MXGP podium out of the way is going to be a big deal and a nice monkey off your back. Yeah, honestly, I'm not thinking podium at the moment. Cause, um, is that because you hit your head? <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, I don't know what I'm thinking. Now, uh, like always, of course, you're, you're aiming for that podium. But at the moment, I'm just like adjusting to that speed and fifth place. Like... In that first motor, I wanted to give a bit of a go to Prado and stuff as well, but I'm still kind of adjusting to that speed as well. So the more I do it, the more I'll get like hungry to push that little bit extra to take the next step, if uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Mikhail Harrop, MXGP of Argentina, finally back on the podium. Uh, we saw a lot of speed at the end of last year. You were kind of building towards this, a few top fives, and then first two rounds this year have been really good as well. So getting this second podium uh, must be like a bit of a monkey off your back. Yeah, it's two years ago since I was on the podium last time. Uh, so it's been a long time and I've just pushed and pushed. And at, at points you were thinking, like, am I doing something wrong? You know, because even though I felt like I put in the work, it was just I was struggling a little bit with the pace and everything. Uh, but then, yeah, we made the change to uh, DRT Kawasaki with the Dixon. So I'm I'm so happy with the, the choice I made. And, and yeah, the first two rounds was decent. I knew I had more in me, and I still feel like I do. But it was, it was really great to finally have some, some good results, you know, and get back on the podium because it does give it a little bit of a confident boost. Uh, so, yeah, 
really happy with my weekend and uh, I'll try to keep this going. I mean, obviously, cannot hit podium every weekend, but uh, I'll put in the work and uh, hopefully I'll be back up there again soon. Uh, best thing about the podium today is it's not like you were riding around and got given it. Like, you actually worked for that quite hard and you were clearly the third best guy. And maybe, who knows, if you'd been in a better position, maybe you could have done something with the top two. Yeah, I, I made it difficult for myself in that first <laughs> moto. I was in fifth, which was decent, let's say, and uh, I slid out and lost came uh, came all the way down to 11th which was a huge mistake and uh, but i just kept working working pushing and uh, made passes until last lap uh, finished fourth in that moto and then the second one i i managed to do less mistakes uh, was on pace with the boys at front and uh, yeah made some good passes by the end of the race and and just kept pushing actually it was catching up a little bit to gets as well in the end so it it gives me confident, you know, that that we can we can do even better. But yeah, I'm so so pumped on this weekend, and uh, yeah, just gonna enjoy it. And then uh, tomorrow we'll keep putting in the work for for the next weekend for sure. This track's amazing. Obviously, it looks incredible, um, fun to ride, but to race on is fast. It's hard to make up time. It's hard to do different things. Is it a good racetrack? Like you, ha- like obviously, it's a lot. It's a lot of work to come here. Are you happy that we race it? Yeah, I think it's a great venue. <laughs> it's difficult now. Now I've got a podium, you know, everything is great. But no, honestly, there's a lot of speed. But you've got to be patient with the track, you know. You've got to hit your spots. You cannot just override it. You won't get anywhere with that. So uh, you can see that the patient rider is a little bit more experienced rider, le- makes less mistakes. And that shows in the end result because, yeah, if, you, if you're impatient, you'll slide out or you'll make too many mistakes. And, and that's where the difference is on a track like this. And apart from that, the fans are great. The venue is great as well. The only thing which is, is, is expensive for the teams, obviously, and the travel is long. But apart from that, it's a, it's a great place to be, I think. Hey, you say you have to be patient on this track. That was one of your kind of faults uh, in years gone by. Yeah. So for you to be patient enough, I mean, maybe not in first moto, but for you to be patient enough to finish third overall is another sign that you're making progress. Yeah, man. By the time now, I'm, I'm almost like a veteran in this game, you know. I've been here for some years already and uh, there are younger riders than me so it's it feels good to to see that there's some things that has uh, progressed during the last couple of years and uh, yeah just just gotta keep on working that's the main goal obviously you're still on a kawasaki how different is the bike compared to last year like some of the settings that you had from last year some of the things you liked do they carry over to this or is it basically like moving to a yamaha no no no, no. it's there's not a big difference like uh as soon as I came on Steve's bike, immediately I felt comfortable. Um, obviously, there's difference with the engine and the way it's set up, but I used some experience I had from the last two years on the cover and 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 put it into this bike as well as some experience that Steve and the team has got. Uh, so I think it's a good combination, and uh, I'm really happy with the choice I made uh, during the winter. What's the best thing about Steve? Is it the bike? Is it the way he handles riders? Is it the way the team's built? Like, what's the best thing about being on DRT? Um, so, so there's an advantage of Steve being a little bit more relaxed with me. Like he's he's patient with me, and he he understands the that it doesn't come in one weekend. You know, you need to put in the work, and and he also gives uh, you space enough to work. I've got my uh, base in Denmark now, which is for me is a good thing. I feel like I, I can do better work there, and uh, 
at the same time, the bike's great. Almost got a whole shot last weekend. So, yeah, uh, all in all, I think it's just a good combination. For Obviously, for some people, it wouldn't work out because you've got to be really strict with yourself because nobody's around to push you during the practice days. But that's not a problem of mine. You know, I can push myself. And Steve's there in the races, which is the most important thing for me. So I think it's a good combination. Uh, I'm happy with the choice for sure. Uh, last thing, one podium's great. This is amazing. But... You need more now. You're good enough to have more. You're good enough to win motos. You're good enough to do more than this. So, yeah, this is great, but moving on and trying to get more. Yeah, it was good points this weekend. And like you say, uh, there's more in me for sure. Uh, but we also got to take it step by step. Last last weekend in Mantua, we finished, uh, I believe, seventh overall, which is a good result. I mean, it's the best in the world. And to now go on the podium doesn't mean that next weekend we, we've got to win. But, uh, but we will keep on working because obviously the main goal is to win, no doubt about it. But you've got to take it step by step and, and uh, yeah, just enjoy the moment and then keep on working for, for the next one. Okay, uh, Mattia Guaganini, uh, MXGP of Argentina. I'm so happy that Mattia is back. I have no idea who was riding your bike at the first two races. It might have been me, I'm not sure. But you're back to yourself. Shame you missed out on the podium, but still, this is such a big step from where you were at the first two rounds, which, again, not sure who that was. Yeah, it was my cousin uh, riding the first two rounds for me. No, cousin Ratia. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, uh, it was really not me in the first two rounds. I was not feeling uh, fast. I was not fast, uh, for real. So I didn't know actually what, what was going on, but now uh, I went here really positive, really... Uh, that I want to bounce back from the two races and, and then I did. So yeah, I'm really happy about this. Uh, the location, the atmosphere from the fans and the track was really amazing. Uh, first time here for me in Argentina, but uh, I really enjoyed the track and I had much fun. For, uh, starting from the free practice, the, the track is really, really nice. And uh, I was feeling good even yesterday. I, I did nine in the time practice and a good start in the qualifying race, but then I was really slow with the um, water tr water on the track and I lose some position, but still uh, then I made some pass and finished six, so it was not so bad for today uh, for the gate. And uh, first race I had a um, good start, again really slow in the first few laps and uh, everybody was passing me as a hobby rider, and, uh, but then Actually, I... Is that Rattier back again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just... Uh, I, I came racing in the last 12, 15 minutes. <laughs> we went pit stop and change, but don't tell anybody this. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, then I found a, a good rhythm. I was fast, faster than the guys before me. And I made some good pass and I came back from 10 to 3rd. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, I really big uh, positive thing for me because I need a little bit of motivation also and uh, race two was uh, also good I had a good start but then I went too far on the first corner and uh, I had, I was around 10 or 8 something and but then this time I was uh, faster than the other guys in the first few laps really strange but <laughs> but it's, it's like this and uh, I think the first lap I was already five fifth and uh, then uh, I was riding pretty good uh, I found some good lines the track was tough a little bit dangerous with all the uh, small bumps but 
uh, it was nice even even like this but uh, yeah I made some pass and I went third but then uh, 10 minutes ago uh, Mikkel catch him, catch me and I tried to to stay in front but he was just a little bit a little bit faster than me so uh, he passed me and he went away so I just take it easy and uh, not make any risk in the last few laps and finish four and I went uh, third and four for four overall at the same points at third so missed the podium for for nothing <laughs> actually but uh, yeah I think the most important thing is that I get back in the in the rhythm uh, some good speed uh, uh, also some good battles because first few rounds I was almost sleeping all the race so uh, I'm really happy and it's a really positive thing for the next few races so uh, we start from uh, round three <laughs> and uh, the championship start now for me and uh, for sure we keep working like this and I think uh, in a few races we we can be back uh, fighting for the win again. Before um, before Matali and Mantova did you kind of think that it would be a struggle like were you struggling in training did you feel a bit off or did you actually come into Matali feeling amazing and it was a surprise? No, I was just feeling okay. Nothing special because uh, I need always a little bit of time to get into the rhythm. Uh, also, the first few races, uh, I I don't want to risk too much, but that was not to not risk. It was just going really slow and uh, not even uh, be in the fight for the position. I was really I don't know why. Uh, training were okay, nothing special, but even not that bad. So I was not expecting, of course maybe to win but uh, to be on the podium so it was a little bit uh, strange for me and uh, but now we're we're back so it's good i guess it was tough on the mind like between in the week between Masali and mantova you must have just been thinking 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 and then that's probably why mantova was a struggle as well because all week your brain had just been like going push 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 <laughs> yeah exactly uh, when you had a really bad race like this in the first round you think maybe something is wrong uh, maybe we had to change something on the bike or in the training, something is wrong, but it was just need a little bit of time. And uh, of course, I, I don't like, <laughs> I don't want to, to finish 11 or 12 for sure. I think uh, I'm, oh, I can be always in the podium position and I can be back to fight for the win. So, of course, uh, we, we, we went back training and even in between Matterley and uh, Mantova, we train as always, and uh, Mantova was already a little bit better than Matterly. I was feeling faster, and uh, I, w I went first in the free practice and the warm up that don't count anything. But even for the motivation, it was a little bit uh, was good. So now I found the rhythm again. So I'm really happy and I'm positive for the next run. How's the, how's the new bike? Has that been hard to get used to? I guess at first, obviously, it was probably quite a lot of work and a lot to get your head around. But now, um, are you in a good place with it? Not really working too much on making it better? Yeah, of course, you always need a little bit of time to get the, the feeling on the new bike. But it was uh, almost the same. Not the same, but it was... Uh, more um, a lot similar to the bike before so we didn't add to make really big change and uh, yeah for, of course we test uh, a little bit we we did some some new thing but now I'm feeling really good with the bike also so everything is good and I just need to to keep working like this and 
I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> Last thing, um, Rattia is gone. Rattia is never coming back. He's dead. So Mattia has had a good day today. What's it going to take to get you uh, back on the top of the podium? Like you said, you're going to get there soon. Uh, but is there something you've got in your mind that you want to fix, work on, whether it's yourself, um, the bike, even just being more confident when the track's just been watered? Like, is there one thing where you're like, right, now that I've got a good base, I need to go and work on this? For sure, it's eighty uh, percent uh, on the on the mind, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit uh, strange on this. I I don't even understand myself sometimes. <laughs> but uh, for sure, if it's rattier in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes I <laughs> get. <laughs> no, but uh, for sure to be for uh, for today, almost on the podium. He, he let me thinking about okay now I can do a game podium and uh, I think I just need to keep working like this to make some better start also that helps a lot for sure and uh, if you also start good then you are uh, together with the first few riders then you also get the rhythm with them so I think uh, I just need few races to start in front and to be there with them and uh, for sure I'm gonna get back into the into the rhythm that they have now and I'm still not having so uh, I think I just need time. <laughs> hey, uh, Kevin Hogmo, MXGP of Argentina. Really good weekend, results don't show it but my god you were fast. Like this could have been a podium oh, weekend. This could have been a podium weekend for you quite easily. Um, so although the result doesn't show it, I feel like this was a bit of a breakthrough for you and maybe now you believe that you should be getting trophies. Yeah, I feel actually the three last GPs have been uh, I've been capable of the podium, but uh, it's good to see that I'm consistently performing. So uh, I just need to, again, limit my mistakes and then, uh, yeah, we have a lot of races left. Are you frustrated with the lack of results this weekend considering how good the speed is or are you kind of taking this as like a learning process? Yeah, of course, I'm a little bit uh, angry with myself that uh, on the last lap in the first motor there, uh, two guys passed me, but uh, yeah, that's uh, how it is and that's racing. So just need to go for it again the next weekend and then uh, we see what happens. I'm not even talking just about today though, even yesterday. Okay. It was like, what, one lap? But still, that one lap was really good. Like, I feel like this weekend as a whole was just really good. Like, I don't know, I'm high on Hawk mode right now. Yeah, the qualifying race was really good. I uh, started like eight and got up to second, uh, yeah, in one lap. But uh, maybe that was a little bit too much. The track was quite uh, watered and slippery and I felt too comfortable, I guess. So went down there. But uh, yeah, we learned from it actually and uh, today I didn't have one mistake in that same corner. All day yesterday I struggled with it, so I guess just step by step. This is a hard question for you to answer because I know what the answer is going to be. But how different is this with this team and everything to your last experience in MX2? Just, I guess it's not even the same thing in any way at all. I guess you can just look to the results and you see that. But every what is it? Is it the structure? Is it the bike? Is it the support? Like, what is it that makes such a big difference? I guess, it, I guess it's all of that stuff. Yeah, it's uh, really a combination that uh, we have Mark and a really good bike. I feel really comfortable on the Kawasaki, and uh, it suits me well actually. I'm not the biggest guy, so it's a really good bike for me. 
and uh, yeah, it's a good structure, and we had some good trainings, and I guess I'm just ready for uh, for racing. Here's another hard one for you. Um, EMX 250 is obviously a high-level championship. How much better do you think you're riding this year than you were last year in EMX? Like, do you think you're actually on a similar level? No, I don't think so at all. Like, I'm really comfortable now. Yes, the last year I could still have a yeah, not let's not say a bad weekend, but not the best weekend, and uh, could fight for a podium, but. But still, like, like ignore the results, just your riding. Just your on-track yeah, okay. feeling, riding, you know. Yeah, that's also, I can, like, push the limits here. That's what you see with the mistakes. Like, I can really be aggressive, and I think it's a totally new me on uh, on this bike. So, I would say it's, uh, if, it's a different Kevin, yeah, for sure. Okay, I was trying to figure out how good EMX 250 is, so you've kind of ruined that for me. Um, <laughs> This your first overseas? You didn't do a wild card at any others, did you? I uh, don't Turkey and Russia. I don't know. They don't, no, they don't count. They don't oh, count. Okay. So what do you think of this whole process and everything? Long travel, all of that? Yeah, actually, it's uh, nice. was a uh, great fans here. The travel is long and it's going to be long on the way home now. A little bit sore back and stuff. But yeah, we had a nice week here. So yeah, Argentina was a good round. Uh, last thing, another thing I was thinking today. Obviously, Isaac Gifting is a really good friend of yours, all of that. When you're battling with him, is it easier to battle him because you don't really give a shit and you're like, well, if I T-bone you, so be it? Or is it harder because you're like, oh, you're my mate, I don't really want really to screw you up? No, I didn't really think about that. It was just fun battling him and, uh, yeah, I got past, so I was happy with that. And then he was in my back for a while there, but, uh, yeah, it's nice to be out there on track together, that's for sure. Okay, yeah, Jeremy Sado, uh, MXGP of Argentina. Obviously back with your old team, which is a we weird how that's worked, but good place for you to be, good equipment, good team around you. I feel like you're making the best of this so far. Uh, Mantova was really good. This weekend, again, you showed really good speed. Um, I feel like as far as getting an opportunity, you're really making the best out of it. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm really happy to yeah, to got this chance to ride a factory bike. Um, yeah, Mantova is let to get used a bit to the bike because it's really something different to what I'm used to. Um, but yeah, I, I feel better from, from riding to riding and uh, yeah, just try to use this opportunity to yeah, make some people, some people have an eye on me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope I can do as much races as possible with the team and uh, yeah, just do my best. I'm guessing it is a bit easier to like ease into this team seeing as you know everyone like they kind of know what you want what you like how you work that must have made the process a bit easier yeah sure um i know them since yeah i was riding there two years so i know everyone and uh, we have a really good team spirit um and yeah that makes it for sure easier but yeah in the end i only had before mantua two days of riding with the bike so yeah you really need to to adjust to yeah, the, with the suspension everything is quite new for me also the bike yeah, the frame is different the engine so but yeah it's, it's for sure a lot of power so uh, um, I think I, I made a big improvement also this weekend again finished finally in the top 10 uh, 7 was my best uh, race result I ever had in my career so we are for sure on a, on a good way are you, um, are you putting pressure on yourself to kind of show what you've got while you're on this bike like are you i'm sure the team aren't putting pressure on you but are you kind of thinking to yourself this is my shot i'm pissed off that everyone put me in emx 250 last year so while i'm on this bike i need to show everyone that i belong in mx2 
Yeah, for sure, it's a bit of pressure because I know I have one of the best bikes in the paddock. In the paddock. Um, but yeah, as you said, the team is not giving any pressure to me. So in Mantua, yeah, I still struggled a bit with the suspension. I got some arm pump, but this weekend was for sure a step in the right direction. And uh, I finally have some good starts again because in Italy, I didn't really have a good start. <laughs> I always came out of top 20 and... I mean, with the bike I had, I still finished 12 and 15, I think. And uh, but yeah, now it's going in a in a good direction. And your other team, Rafs Motorsports, they're happy. Like the second Diga get Everts back, you can go back there, no problem. Or is there even a maybe a chance um, they'll add yeah. three riders to this team? I don't know yet when Liam is coming back. Um, but yeah, the, the team I went like Rafs Motorsport, they told me already when I signed with them that if I get an opportunity like this, they don't say no to me they give me this opportunity and those both teams they are friends so that makes it also a bit easier and uh, but yeah, I'm still living uh, at the place from my old team <laughs> but um, no I hope yeah I can still do some races and who knows when I do some more good results maybe uh, yeah I can stay here for a bit longer who knows it's good you're back in MX2 you never should have gone to MX250 you deserve to be in MX2 the whole time 20 20 you showed good speed obviously you got injured but yeah. you showed some stuff this is where you belong yeah. i'm happy you're in mx2 Me too. you're showing you to belong here so everything's good right now right yeah. you're kind of back i'd imagine last year like was a bit like a kick in the balls going back yeah. but now you're back in mx2 good bike everything everything's happy right now yeah. the problem was that i was like yeah almost two years without racing because yeah i had some strange injuries first i had like a heart muscle infection so i wasn't allowed to do sport for four months so you lose so much race experience and this I felt also last year. Um, then I had again a big injury. But yeah, then I worked with a, with a special guy by me at home to yeah, to put something in the mind that uh, yeah, to don't have those injuries anymore. And this was really helping me as you can see. No injuries anymore luckily. And uh, now I, I still feel that I have a lack of race experience because yeah, I wasn't racing for two years. But now I finally feel the old me is coming back. <laughs> okay, uh, Simon Lagenfelder, uh, MXGP of Argentina. Rough day, obviously a, another crash. Uh, you didn't really need another one after Mantua, but still good speed. Uh, you salvaged some good points. I feel like considering everything, um, today wasn't that bad. Yeah, in Mantua, yeah, it was uh, wasn't my mistake too big. Uh, I would say uh, that was just bad luck with uh, Tom and with the. With the Fandemosa going over my back, uh, yeah. But uh, I didn't have pain there anymore, <laughs> luckily. But uh, yeah, this weekend was completely my fault there. Uh, I was going a little bit too much on the gas. Then I was sliding and got high-sided. Yeah, and the problem was it was on top of the hill, so I was flying down the hill, and we had a really hard uh, compression down there. Uh, yeah, then the air was a little bit away, and the briefing was difficult. And then uh, we went, yeah, then I just finished the, the race. Uh, yeah, I wasn't riding good, but uh, I was just happy to finish the race and get some points. Uh, it was eight points still, it was uh, okay. Then uh, in the second race, uh, yeah, the first uh, start was uh, not so good. I had wheel spin, also Matia next to me. And uh, yeah, then... I had some good first corners, I made some passes and uh, unfortunately yeah, one guy crashed and we got uh, 
uh, yeah, one restart. I hope he's good. And uh, then on the restart, I had the whole shot. I don't know how I do, but uh, I'm happy. Then, yeah, I was just having so much adrenaline that I didn't feel the pain. Uh, yeah, then I was riding not so bad, but also not so good because, yeah, for sure, you're really, everything hurts a little bit. And uh, then at one point I made a little mistake, no crash, but uh, then I bent my back really much and uh, it was like one guy is in your bone with a needle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then it was hurting quite much. Then I was just uh, going as fast as I could uh, and without doing a mistake, finished fifth, which is really good actually. And uh, salvaged some good points. Uh, now I had two weekends with pain. So I hope for a pain-free one in my, uh, Portugal. Everyone, everyone obviously talks about your Matali win, which was incredible. But, and I, I'm going back here, but still. Mantova Sekamoto. Oh my God. That was one of the best rides I think I've ever seen in my life. You rode, like, incredibly well. Um, it was absolutely amazing. So, like, if that's the speed you've got, I'd imagine you're quite excited for the rest of the year because clearly uh, you can do uh, good things with this team. Yes, for sure. Uh, that I was in one flow. I was going so good. I well, it was more than flow. It was just. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, uh, yeah, I was just riding normal. But then I was going so fast. I also couldn't believe. And uh, yeah, I was just. I actually had one big crash there also. Yeah, I don't uh, understand that either. <laughs> and then, uh, but no one passed me because I was already so much in front of them. Then I was just go like took three, two, three corners slow, and then I was just going so fast that I pass everyone and uh, I also yeah went I made the pass and was already the next guy and then I made the pass in one corner uh, yeah and then I'm I was second there uh, if I would have got a better start uh, maybe a better start position than 17 uh, would be better but uh, yeah uh, still I'm now third in the championship and yeah don't think too much about the championship just uh, try to do my best at every race and yeah, then we will see where we come out. What is it about this team then? Um, obviously, you've taken a big step up in the winter. You're on a gas gas still. What is it about Dakarly, this team, that's made you make such a big improvement? Like, is there one thing that's just a big, um, a big improvement? Actually, uh, we were just working really hard. Uh, it looks, for when you're outside, looks always some guy go to the Dakarly team <laughs> and then he win. Uh, which is uh, which is many times like this, but uh, it, I didn't thought it's happening to me also. Uh, but we did good work, and uh, there is nothing secret or special which you can say what we do that we are much better or that we are uh, that I made a, such a step. Uh, is it just uh, is it just like the support? Like, is everyone on the team so supportive, and that helps you with confidence and just being able to focus on the races? Yes, uh, for sure. Uh, you don't need to think so much. Uh, they they do the thinking, and uh, yes, you. It's just like a family, a big family, and uh, everyone helping together. Everyone is, is. It's not working in the team. It's uh, it's like having fun. 